Yes, indeedy. What's up, y'all? We are the Run, Run Duo. Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And this is episode Yo, 50. 50. Like, there has to be, you don't have to look some, some kind of extra, extra clap, something to give. It's mm. an episode. <laughs> no. No. Never mind. Ba- a baby sound? <laughs> <laughs> I can't with Tommy. Y'all, we are so excited. We've been going almost two years strong, and this is episode 50. So, very, very, very excited. Very, very excited. We did it. 50 episodes. What's the fit? What's what do you get for 50? Is it what's the anniversary for 50? Like, you know, wedding anniversary, that's like something they get. Is that's not the diamond, is it? That's 60. I think. Oh, I don't know. I is need that to look silver? that silver? Is that the silver anniversary? I don't know. 50 should be more than that. Silver? That's it for fifty. I think it's a silver anniversary. Really? Yeah, because I think sixty. Jury? Sixty is the diamond, and fifty is the silver. I mean, I don't know if it's it's. Oh. Ju- I don't, look, I ain't married, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Two unmarried people. We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> if you're married and you listen to do, to this, yeah. Let what us know. what is it? Because like yeah. one is paper. I guess that's the you. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I need to look into that, huh? You might want to look into that so you okay. know what you're getting on your anniversaries. Okay, I need to know. And make sure there's buy-in. Yes, exactly. Anyway. So. Yes, episode 50. Super man, exciting. we got a lot of stuff. to do. It's oh just so much stuff that goes on and running in like one week. Well, two week span. And yes. It'll, like sometimes it'll like the first week, it's mm-hmm. like nothing. Like mm-hmm. nothing's going like, on. Oh, we don't really have much to talk about. And today. then, like all of a sudden, bam, 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 bam. Where you want to start? I'm gonna let you just tell. Wait, you want to? What you want to do? Well, let's let me just recap this real quick. So mm. two weekends ago, I ran the Jerome Scales 12K. Yes. Well, excuse me, I did not run a 12K. I did the one loop, which was a little over four miles. Mm-hmm. So that was very very exciting. Of course, um, Jerome Scales is a a runner, Atlanta Track Club board member. Very very. Uh, influencer in the running community, very amazing guy, amazing runner, amazing father, just everything. Um, he passed away t- June 2019, and of course he is uh, he is b- very much so missed. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Track Club renamed a race after him. Mm-hmm. Jerome Scales Southside 12K and that took place two weekends ago it was an amazing day the rain held off for us it was great to see all the people out there family friends walkers runners it was it was an amazing day I think it was great it wasn't somber like everybody was just happy yeah and enjoying themselves that's good so the race handed yeah handed itself to us it was um was it rough I was like by by mile probably like mile and a half I was like can I turn around <laughs> It was, it was, yeah. I, let me just say, I'm so glad that I emailed ATC and said, can you back me down to the one loop instead of the two? I was really happy about that. But great job to everybody that um, completed that race. Shawana, one of our um, very loyal listeners, mm-hmm. um, Shawana White came in first place overall for the ladies. So Aww, congratulations. There you go. Um, congratulations to Darrell as well. He also placed in his age group. So mm-hmm. amazing Darrell Patterson. So amazing job. So we have some people that are putting some number down numbers down on the pavement. So congratulations. Yes, so yes, definitely, definitely. Definitely wanted to get that out the way. And of course, this past weekend, let's start with this. This past weekend, January 19th, was the last day to Olympic trial qualify. The True. last weekend. Yeah. And the last day to Olympic trial qualify. And of course, all, for all of our listeners, you know that we are really, really excited because we are an Atlanta-based podcast and the trials are going to, marathon Olympic trials are going to be here in Atlanta in a couple weeks. So 
I'm excited. And there was some good people and some good things that happened over the weekend and some not so good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Because you were talking about the rock and roll. Yes. Is it Phoenix? Where was it at? So it was Arizona. Yes. Mm. So the rock and roll half marathon, unfortunately, was short. The course was short. And it was short by um, 286.5 meters. Therefore, some people that had expected to Olympic trial qualify at this race, their record does not, Mm. their race does not count because the the course was short. Mm. So, of course, that is a big bummer. And I know that there was some, it's a big deal. I don't think people are talking about it enough. And I found out from it because there are some Atlanta track club elites Mm -hmm. that would have qualified for the trials if that course was direct correct distance yeah so that is very frustrating Atlanta track club definitely mentioned that and you know they said of course they're very happy for their elites and I am very happy for them as well but it is a big bummer and it's a very it's I don't know how rock and roll can make up for that because that is just it's very sad that you are a big known corporation to put on races yeah and you have short courses I mean, I ain't going to talk about anybody bad. That ain't what I do. Right. But. Of course not. We're just delivering hey, the facts. Rock and roll Savannah is where I did my marathon PR. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't going to talk about them. But I do know I have heard it is based on where it is. Like what, like some rock and roll races are always good mm-hmm. in that certain location. Mm-hmm. But some in certain locations are always have problems. Yeah, like Las Vegas. There's always a cutoff issue with Las Mm -hmm. Vegas. And I think they say because it's on the strip, it's an issue. But they've also mentioned that the marathon there is always a lot longer than 26.2, like 27-ish. It's like, listen, we all have got to get together. Yeah, so, I mean, I I think it's, you know, the rock and roll to me is kind of like a a franchise kind of thing. So you're not getting, Mm -hmm. it's not like McDonald's where they tell you, you got to do everything exactly this way to be a McDonald's franchise. Right. I don't think they do that. I think they give them the, you know, they help them sign people up and, mm-hmm. you know, they give them all the, you know, paraphernalia and everything, but then they leave it up to that local director right. to kind of figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that that is something that is unfortunate though. And I think for me, it's more so when you know that it's the last weekend to Olympic trial qualify, you yeah. would think that you would ensure. Well, that you were on point. I would think that. That's just, to me, common sense. Well, considering mm-hmm. that there was another half marathon going on that has been around forever. Right. It's it's a great race. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's ever run it says it's it's a really good race, except right. maybe the guy that came in second to the half last year because he mm-hmm. followed the truck the wrong direction. Uh, yes. That was on him. Right. But other than that, mm-hmm. it's always been a great race. Right. Why wouldn't you go there? Right. Yeah, so Houston Chevron Marathon mm-hmm. was oh, a half marathon 5K and all that was this weekend. That was another big race. A mm-hmm. lot of people, Olympic trial qualified. I know that it was a little over 20 that qualified this weekend at that race. And so it was very interesting as to, mm-hmm. you know, which which direction or which race you chose. Um, and the Louisiana Marathon Festival was also this weekend. So oh. that was another option, but I didn't see... For the people that I follow in some elite pages, I didn't see anybody in Louisiana, but majority of them were in Houston, and it looks like it was a, a pretty good time. Well, I, I actually got up. It was on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So I got up and watched it. Um, Americans, Jared Ward won. He was the first American mm-hmm. in the half. And I want to say Molly Huddle mm-hmm. was the sec- was the first American woman. Right. Um, the and, of woman, course, they already. Yeah, they were already in. <laughs> they already qualified. But what was interesting, <laughs> of course, 
when you're this close to the Olympic trials, mm-hmm. how hard people are running, you really can't tell. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, of course, like I said, Jared Ward did, you know, was the first American male mm-hmm. um, in the half. But the other guys are really on his tail hard. Right. But how hard was Jared actually running? Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, yeah. this could have just been a, a, tr- a training run for him, you know. Yeah. But I think he actually PB'd. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, obviously a lot of them are saving steam because mm-hmm. the, the, thing, the thing that the elites – give up is if you are running this close to deadline, you have to recover within the next couple of weeks to do mm-hmm. it again, to yeah. give all of your work on the pavement in Atlanta. Um, so of course they're taking a chance with that, but I think there's a lot of elites that just the fact that, and I shouldn't, I'm not going to say just Tommy to Olympic trial qualify is a big enough rank in its own, let alone. And some of them may feel like they probably don't have a chance in Tokyo, but at least if they can al- Olympic t- trial qualify, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? Take it. Yeah, take it. Exactly. So. I'm with you on that. That, that makes a whole lot of sense. It does. Um, but I, from what I saw mm-hmm. in the, um, <laughs> the television now i don't watch a whole i don't most of the marathons i see are elite right. i mean or um world majors right very rarely do i just watch because houston is still very much even though they had a lot of elites there mm-hmm. still very much this is their like peach tree that's right. this exactly. is their it's their kind of mm-hmm. yeah that's their kind of race so they use local announcers and everything mm-hmm. and it was just funny because actually heather and i were actually watching it and she was like because you know for one of the first times ever she was home for the peach tree so okay. she actually got to watch it on tv right she's like oh the peach tree telecast was way better than this <laughs> and peach I'm, tree <laughs> telecast i've seen it before it is it's very high <laughs> but i think also just the the, uh, the local newscast this, and it made us, me think back to like how we talk about people who don't run mm-hmm. you had two local newscasters that don't run right you had the rice track and field coach okay and then at some point uh meb Flesky, I'm sorry if I'm saying his name wrong. He came on as well. Mm-hmm. They actually talked about the Nike shoe. Okay. They talked about that a little bit. And it was just interesting to what the non-renters keyed in on. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff that they were like, well, can you repeat that? Now, what? what is a rabbit? <laughs> what? What, are, what do they do? Right. You know, and, right, and like right. the, the race guy, the track and field guy was kind of like, well, they're the pacers. They're, right. they're the ones. That now, you're trying they're, to catch. He's like, he's like, they are much faster than, you know, because um, one of the, the woman that won it, she was from Japan. She actually mm-hmm. broke the Japanese half marathon record right. um, in Houston. She had her own pacer. Mm-hmm. Plus, they had a pacer from the race mm-hmm. that was there with her as well. She 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 bombed everybody. She That's she killed it. Yeah. Um but it was just interesting to listen to him talk. And Heather just kept going, yeah, the, the uh, Peachtree telecast was so much better than this. What are they talking about? Our expectations <laughs> as runners in broadcasting is always very uh, it interesting. Was just, I mean, it was just, it was because I could understand their difficulty because they're running a half and a full right. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they didn't know what they were looking at. Because okay. uh, they kept going, so is that the elite field from the marathon? Or right. is that the elite field from the half? So well, As long as they weren't mixing up 5Ks and marathons, <laughs> we're okay. Because that's like the worst bomb to do. <laughs> but yes. it was interesting. I was um because of course they had, they asked Mab about Nike's shoe. Okay. And he did what basically every other sponsored guy that's sponsored by he a shoe company neutral. did. He stayed real neutral and yes. said he loves his sketchers. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't he, want that contract pool. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, well, you know, and, you know, you want to he said but the the harshest thing he said is, well, when I run, I'm okay with losing to someone if they worked harder than me. 
I am not okay if I lose someone because they had something. Because of their technology that they had. So, yeah, because. Mm-hmm. But um, the track coach made a good point though about technology, and we'll um, we're gonna get into it in a minute. I'm sorry, I'm getting off track. But anyway, he goes, well, you know, at one time in the pole vault, people use steel poles. Mm-hmm. They're not flexible, mm-hmm. but now they use fiberglass, mm-hmm. which is flexible, which definitely gives the spring exactly. Mm-hmm. And he said, now people just accept that as technology. Right. So you know. And I think I've talked to a lot of people, and they're mm-hmm. like, technology and and all of that. It's it's going to have to increase. Like, there's going to be some changes in shoes. There's going to be changes in everything. I mean, that's just like way back in the day, track people used to run in Converse. I cannot, I would not be caught dead in Converse right now, <laughs> trying to run some miles. So, I mean, I think that we have to think that they, we have to understand that there is going to be some change in technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is a limit to a limit within the time that we're in. And what I mean by that is if they end up changing some things and rules to how the shoes technology can be enhanced now, it may be five, 10 years down the road that it may be acceptable. So I think that we have to kind of move with the time and understand there's going to be technology. Changes. Well, a lot of people lately since, you know, yeah, I guess we should go ahead and talk about, mm-hmm. you know, what the uh, world athletic league, whatever they're called. Um, <laughs> <laughs> talk about what they're the, the stories that are out. Right. And I talked about you uh, talked to you about this before we started recording. Right. My thing is, I read the first story. Mm-hmm. Then another story came out, but it was basically a copy of the first story. Right. Like no new information, kind of thing. So I feel like it's a, just a, a story that somebody started, and now everybody's just kind of jumping on the bandwagon. Right. And repeating what they said. So there is speculation right now that World Athletics is starting to formulate what they are going to ban from the sneaker energy in, or the running shoe industry. So are they going to be banning the carbon plates? Are they going to ban the stack, um, the stack of the shoe? What are they going to ban? Is it which part, how high the stack house is? Are they going to ban that? So there has been several articles that Tommy and I have come across and we are just, is this fake news? Where is this information coming from? Is this really going on? I'm sure the conversation is being had, but in regards to what part of it is true and how they're going to ban it, who knows? It just doesn't seem like to me, anybody's going any farther than what that first story was. And, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe this guy, whoever source is, mm-hmm. has talked to more than one person, you right. know, and maybe that's where they're getting getting the story from. I mean, this is not I, I, I'm not surprised. Right. I'm not surprised they're not they're I'm not surprised they're looking at it. Let me put it that way. No, no, no. It needs to be looked at. Yeah. It's been a high it's been a high issue over the last what two years. Yeah. Now, so, so I'm definitely not surprised they're looking at it. Um, I heard one podcast where the guy was kind of like, well, you know, the shoes are $250. I don't see how that is considered accessible to everyone. Well, in today's world, I think that is an accessible shoe. Even though it's a, yeah, I mean, even though I'm not paying $250 for it, but right. it, I could get together $250 if I really, you if know. If you really needed if, to. If I, was, to. if I was five minutes off of Boston. <laughs> You would get together that two fifty. I would get two fifty together. You would do a little something strange for a piece of change to get that two fifty. Yeah, so definitely, I didn't think that was a hit. I mean, not to you know say that two fifty is not a lot of money, um, but I just feel like that that's I wouldn't say that is. If they were thousand dollar shoes, then I'd be like, okay, that is not accessible to everyone. I think if it was a five hundred dollars shoe, five hundred dollars shoe, yeah, two fifty. I don't think. Yeah, but anyway, um, so they're looking at it. Based on these stories, mm-hmm. my question was not really so much if they ban the Nike shoe or they ban, you know, the amount of foam or they ban the carbon plate, whatever they end up doing, mm-hmm. whatever they do ban, 
Do you take Olympic gold medals? Shoot, Olympic silver medals, mm-hmm. Olympic bronze medals? Because I think all three were wearing Nike in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you take records? Right. You know, away. What is the band going to consist of? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the band is one thing. I mean, are they going to say, though, well, it was legal when they did it, so we're going to let the record stand. But these records, have a, they broke some serious records. Some some serious records. Like, these aren't just, oh, a 5K. Like, these yeah. are serious records, yeah. marathon times and everything. Yeah, I definitely think that it the records should stay. That's well, personally for yeah, me. I, I do think too. so. I, I think do the records should I do stay. Too. I don't think you should go back and start taking stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess I understand what they're saying if it – if in the end, say they ban the, the the Nike, say they take, you know, the 4% or the next percents are gone. You right. can't run in them anymore. Mm-hmm. Or the alphas that haven't even hit, which yeah. I think they're going to ban. Um, say they ban all of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you know, everybody goes back to basically regular, I'm using air quotes, regular running shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody starts coming close to these records. Yeah. I think that's where it will be questionable. And they will have to go back to the drawing board. Well, okay. So I think that, I think that they are taking their time right now because of what you just said, Tommy. Like, I think that they have to, I don't think that they would go back to the drawing board. They need to, when they announce, if there is going to be a ban to stack height, Mm -hmm. carbon plates, whatever it is, once they do that, they need to come with the whole package. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, well, we need to look at these records too. They need to come with the whole thing. And I think that's why Mm -hmm. it could be taking so long. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. But that's, see, that's the thing. The stories aren't, t- I mean, did they start looking at these when they first came out? Did they mm-hmm. start looking at it when Kipchoge ran his first world, you know, world record? Right. Or when he ran um, gold in, in um, Brazil? I mean, mm-hmm. who knows when they, they started looking at it? Right. But I personally don't, because, like I said before we started recording, the lightning suits that swimmers wore. I think mm-hmm. this was when the Olympics were in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And they broke all these records, and then they banned the suits, but they let the, the record stand, and... Over time, some of those records have fallen. Right. So, you know, humanity, I guess, caught up with technology. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think the records should stay. I honestly feel like if they do any ban, I think that they are going to ban. I don't They're not. I don't feel like they're going to ban carbon plates because it's not just Nike that's using carbon plates. And it's not brand new. Right. It's not yeah. brand new. So there's several Hoka, Adidas. Like, there's a lot of people out mm-hmm. there that have carbon plates. I think they are going to ban the stack height, though. Um, because I think that that is something that is causing a little bit more rift. And of course the alpha, um, alpha fly that Kipchoge ran in was, it was thick. I don't know if you saw it. It looked like an orthopedic <laughs> shoe, but the stack, the stack height on that was very high. Yeah, so I think yeah. if anything, it's going to be the stack, the stack of the shoe mm-hmm. and not necessarily the carbon plate. Yeah, I, so I feel out. like the vapor fly, mm-hmm. I feel like the fly, the, um, Next percent in the April flies, I think they'll be fine. They're not going anywhere, but I think I don't think these alphas are going to be able to. Release. Well, actually, because the next percent is in that what um, the young lady that broke the world record for women in Chicago, isn't that what she wore? I think so. That's the one. Well, in exactly in the article I read, mm-hmm. that's the one they were keying in on. Yeah, and of course the one Kip Joe. I mean, at the end know. of the day, you know, I and I I, I think sometimes if. It, we get mixed up because obviously these athletes are amazing without the shoe. Yeah. But I think that a lot of people are like, it's being 
they're being sprung to to a little bit more height and better 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 records because of the shoe and of course people are frustrated i don't think they cannot not do anything because there's so many people that are not sponsored athletes that are not sponsored by nike that are like it's on it's a disadvantage yeah so i feel like they feel like they have to do something with it well i mean i guess if they ban it does that mean i can't go get a pair and run and run in the, the publics no I can't. You uh, well, you're saying are they gonna still sell the shoe, but you just can't run in races in them? Why can't I run in the race? I ain't, no, I'm, I'm not asking. trying. To, yeah, you're you're asking if yeah, they, like okay, so they ban it from you know I guess Kipchoge and the elites being able to wear it. Mm-hmm. So now I, the ones I already paid two fifty for, I, I can't wear no more. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know how they're gonna do that. That would be very interesting. Very very. You ain't gonna tell me I can't wear my shoes. Yes. Well, I am really excited to see when the marathon Olympic trials, when it comes here, what shoes are, what shoes are worn. Of course, you're going to see the next percent all over the place. Oh, yeah. They're going to be everywhere. Um, I was telling you in um, Houston, some Adidas athletes were wearing a Adidas prototype. And let me tell you, the stack height on those, mm-hmm. they look like moon boots. <laughs> they look like straight moon boots. Um, I didn't notice it actually watching the show. But mm-hmm. then later on, people were showing pictures of them. The guys that wore them, I don't, I didn't actually get their names. They they didn't win, so I don't know how what good they, the shoes are. What place did they come in? Like I think I want to say fourth and fifth. Okay, is that's what not came bad. In that's top ten. That's pretty doggone good, Tommy. Yeah, but you know who won? <laughs> the dude wearing them Nikes won. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. But yeah, anyway. So I mean, I, I what that really showed me was, hey, every it's it's a shoe war. Mm-hmm. And other shoe companies are not going to be left behind right. by Nike because no. Nike is just ta- is taking over with this shoe. Yeah, as it should be, though. Like, I think that every company just has to step it up. Like, whether it be the step up to what Nike is doing or if it's something else, they got to step it up. So, so it is what it all, is. You'd be all right with Springs? Go ahead and just put some springs in the lane. No. Just going. No. This guy, on one podcast, the guy was like, just put the rollers on the bottom. And <laughs> roll on down the street. Listen, you will be totally fine. Um, Did but, you see the, um, so Publix Marathon, for those that will be here in Atlanta mm-hmm. or people that live in Atlanta, they released the medal for the Publix Marathon 5K and half marathon. Don't, don't do it to Ooh, me. Ooh, buddy, if I could walk that 26.2. Is that high? The medals. Listen, they AT Atlanta Track Club did their things with these medals. So for our out of towners, if you are coming to Atlanta, I would recommend if you can do it. The five k and a half marathon medal is nice too, but the full marathon medal is it's really nice. Atlanta Track Club stepped it up this year with their medals, and their medals are always pretty decent. Yeah. However, like I feel like they did their thing. So of course for the Atlanta for the marathon trial weekend. The marathon Olympic trial is Saturday and the actual race is they, we actually have a 5k half marathon and full marathon race on Saturday. I mean, excuse me on Sunday. I'm showing Tommy these medals. Y'all that's, that's the, that's the full, that's the full look at that. That's the full. Listen, that is a nice medal. Dang, that's way yes, it's bigger it's than mine. It's way bigger and it's better. Look at those medals. Anyway, so if you are in Atlanta, if you are coming to Atlanta on Sunday, the Marathon Olympic Trials are on Saturday. On Sunday, Atlanta Publix is having a eight Atlanta Track Club. Publix is having a 5K half marathon, a full marathon. If you are able to sign up for that, I think the energy, I know the energy of that race is going to be crazy because there's going to be so much inspiration from the elites 
Like you're going to be inspired from what they did the day before that. I feel like everybody's going to have just a doggone good race, but the medals are amazing. So you can definitely check them out on Atlanta track club. And I mean, website. In the end, isn't that what you're running for? Yeah. It's I mean, in the, the end, it's going to be great for so, the medal and the time. Definitely sign up for that guys and check it out. I think it's going to be an amazing weekend. And don't forget, like I think some people, so the trials don't happen until like noon. They're not super early in the morning. Um, so you'll be able to come in, enjoy, enjoy Atlanta. And, you know, we'll be discussing some places soon that will be, um, hanging out to cheer on the race because we'll definitely be out there. Yeah, yeah. Now you're making ass too late to train for a marathon. I'm doing um, a 5K. I'm not doing a marathon. I might do the half. Maybe you could throw out the half. I mean, you can... No, let me not say that. <laughs> I was going to say a really bad runner. I was going to say... this. I'm just going to say it anyway. This is not ideal for our people that are not very... You know, not really like highly into the running thing, but... I'll say this. Let me preface it with this: respect the marathon distance, but a half marathon you can kind of get away with. Un- yeah, untrained. you can. Kinda, yeah, I mean, I run half marathons. It's not but gonna I be. It's yeah. not gonna be pretty. And it's gonna hurt. Oh, but it's gonna hurt. You can kind of do it untrained. We do not advise that At as runners all, ever. <laughs> but it can be done. But don't do that to that fool. Don't do it. No, you don't will. You, you will, will be more injure than hurt. yourself, yeah. and <laughs> you can cause yourself to be out for all of 2020 dealing with <laughs> between Atlanta and it just being a marathon. <laughs> respect the distance, people. Respect the distance. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man, I'm sorry. I feel like I was just talking a lot. <laughs> um. <laughs> so London. Oh my goodness. Drum roll. London's calling. London, London is, is calling. calling. Y'all listen. Look, I, I, I mean, okay. First off, Kipchoge, Bekele. I, I must admit. When Bekele did what he did in Berlin, yes. I was mad that Kipchoge was not there. Yes. I was upset. I was like, dang, that would have been a good race. Now I actually get to see it. So the announcement has been made that Bekele will be running London Marathon along with Kipchoge. Now. So these are two guys that have amazing records, have won just some amazing runs, and their times are very close. So I feel like it's going to be nothing but a showdown. If Bekele wins and sets the world record, he the GOAT. Listen, so Kitoki has won four years in a row? London? Yeah. and Four years in yeah, a row. And probably, I mean, if he hadn't already broken the world record, would have broken the mm-hmm. world record there um, mm-hmm. the last time. That's his, you know, his best time is the 201.39 in a marathon. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those things where I feel like both of them neck to de- neck running together, pushing each other. I think it's going to be... Listen, it's going to be an amazing thing to show. If you want to, to watch, if you want to stay up and watch something, that would be one to watch. And that is April 26th. So Sunday, April 26th is when the London Marathon is taking place. Let me just say this. I mean, because, of course, everybody loves Kip Co- Kipchoge. Yes. Everybody loves him because he's come on. He's lost, what, one marathon in every marathon that he's run? Mm-hmm. Bikele, on the other hand, he has DNF'd. Mm-hmm. He's, you know. he's been battling with injury for the last couple years, so mm-hmm. it's been some back and forth with him. But when he puts down time, he puts down time. Because Bekele has two world records right now. Yeah. So he has the 5K world record at 1237, and then he also has the 10K world record at 2617. And Bekele used to regularly beat Kipchoge on the track. Oh, yeah, because cause Kipchoge's 5K record is 1246, mm-hmm. which is – higher obviously and then his 10k record is 2649 yeah Kipchoge found his distance when he went to the marathon of course he definitely found his distance when he went to the marathon and I think that just kind of shows what 
who is better in the in the aspect of what what sport? There are going to be people that race a five k better than a marathon. There's going to be people that race a half marathon or marathon better than a five k. So it just is what it is. And like you said, you have to find your distance. But I, I truly believe after what Kim I mean, but Bekele did in Berlin, mm-hmm. that's a dead heat. He he missed by two seconds. Yes, that's a, that's that's a, a bump in the road. Right. So, of course, Kipchoge is 201.39 and Bikele is 201.41. So, seconds off of his time. Seconds off of his time. Yes. So, imagine them together. The same together, exact track. Yeah. The same exact track. Imagine them together pushing for a marathon. Like, I feel like it's, I'm not going to go to as far as breaking two, but I'm going to go as far as a record is going to be made in London. I feel like it is. That's if they still can wear those shoes, that is. You, ooh, Tommy. I mean, if they, if they banned them Nikes, I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> well, It'll still be a good race. No, but, but I don't think they're going to ban the shoes by April. But I think that, I don't think Kipchoge's not going to be able to wear the Alphas. Oh, no, definitely not. No. I, I don't see him wear. But the thing is, Bikaley's Nike, too. He can wear Alphas if he wants. I mean, whatever, whatever um, Kipchoge wears, Bikaley's going to wear. Now, that's going to be interesting. What shoes do they wear? And how will this showdown go? And will Bikaley be healthy enough, Shay, to be able to Yeah, he come does on get injured. Living. But also, I mean, I just, I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, everybody puts it off on injury, but even his manager would say he just didn't want to train. He didn't. I think it was kind of like Mo Fair. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like, uh, not yeah. positive. I really enjoyed it. I don't this. know if this is really my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that had a little bit to do with it as well. Um, I just hope he's, I want him to stay in the race the whole time. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying that, you know, them together could push each other, but I don't know if that bodes well for Kipchoge personally. I think it bodes better for Bikele. I I get what you're saying, but I feel so every time I see Kipchoge race, he always I don't know if anybody else sees this, but he always closer to the end when he know he kind of has it. He kind of like asks for I don't want to say ask for help, but he wants people to be up there with him and push him like he does this little wave hand and thing like, come on, guys, get up here. Yeah, he's doing that to guys. He knows can't run with him. Lies. I don't think he, I don't he knows think Kipchoge. Him, he know them dudes ain't got nothing no. for him in them last five miles. He know so, this. No, I don't think Kipchoge is a showboater like that. I think I, think I personally don't think that. I don't think he's showboating. But, but if you're doing it to people, you know no, that, no, no, that no, no, it's no. not your speed, then that's I think stupid. That's showboating. When you know you can win. Let me help you, cause I know I'm gonna dust your ass here in the last five miles. But come on, let's see if we can all. Come on, sugar. Come on, exactly. Let me dust you real quick. I don't think that's controlling. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know. But from what I mean, I, I from what I mean, you know, of course. But that's seconds off. I, I truly believe that these runners. I, I have never heard many runners have animosity for other runners. No, 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 no. I, I feel like they all. Are I mean, kinda, they may not like. Like, cause you know, Katani, they was mad. Katani, they mad at how she breaks in front of people, and she does some stuff on the on the course that oh, is not will. very good sportsmanship. Okay, so it definitely and let me revert. It may not be Katani, but there's some women runners that definitely don't have good tactics, and they okay. cut in front of races and stuff. So I won't say that they don't openly say it, but there's been some yeah, there's been some people that said that there's some some runners that are kind of not don't run fair on the on the course, especially when they know someone's picking it up. They may cut in front of them or clip them or something. Oh, really? Like that? Yeah. Yeah, why y'all? That's always the ladies do stuff. Yo, (laughs) listen, these elite out here for the coins. This is how they make they living. I ain't mad at you. You trying to get a hundred thousand in for a day? But um, I I, honestly, my thing is because I mean, 
I understand Kipchoge's, you know, won basically, you know, except for one marathon. He's won all of them. He's a world record holder. He's run under two two hours. But nine uh Yeah, not official, but not official. But um, he's done it. <laughs> he's done it. Yeah, he's actually done it. Um, but like I said, if Bekele can win and do a new world's record in London, he the goat. I don't care what anybody say. If you got world records so you would just at the five K, ten K but see that's see that's uh, the thing. But you would just uh, like no, he the goat. No, but you would just take you you said before on the podcast, I wish I could pull it up. You said that Kipchoge was a goat, you just gonna remove him? Well, you know what changed it? Berlin. Because I, I ain't going to lie. I was like, man, Bekele, at 13 miles, he's going to drop out anyway. He just come for the check. Because I ain't going to lie. That's how I thought because he kept DF. And I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Mm-hmm. So after Berlin, changed my whole outlook. Okay. Changed my whole. Because on the track, he's definitely better than Kipchoge. There's no doubt he's better than Kipchoge. If he does it on the marathon too, he's, he's the GOAT. Okay, we're going to see. We're going to see. So, I mean, I feel like your predictions are been said. You feel like... Or you no, know. I'm not predicting anybody yet. Okay. I'm saying if he does win. Okay. I got to wait and see what shows, shoes they're going to wear. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to know that to the day of. You know they're not going to announce that. If they ban them, yeah, they will. Well, if they like, ban them, you know that. Kipchoge will be like, well, I'm going to be wearing um, <laughs> these Adidas that I purchased from, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. <laughs> from DSW. Listen... <laughs> Blisters and all, I cannot. Um, but it, it's definitely going to be an exciting, exciting, exciting race. Yes, it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be one of those late night, early mornings that we're like. What ha- time is it? London usually come. What is that? It's usually what time in the, in the morning? Of the night. Three. I don't know. Yeah, three o'clock. Three or morning. something in the morning. One of those. The next day you are tired because yeah. you've been <clears throat> watching a marathon. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it should be very, 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 very exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. Congratulations to everybody that got into London that's currently training. They're in the beginning couple weeks of their training for London. It's in um, April, yeah. Yep, so they're in mm-hmm. their first couple weeks of training. So good luck with that. And for those training in Atlanta, it's cold. I know we have some out-of-state listeners too, <sighs> but it's super cold. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I always give mad props to people who like run in New York and mm-hmm. places like that in the winter. Like, mm-hmm. dude. More power to you. Yes, you definitely got it. Because I can complain about these twenties that we have here, and y'all be well below that. Plus yeah, the, the snow. I was sitting there, um, straight up drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally, totally understand. So, question for you: If you could get an insole that could track your gait, track your pronation. When you get tired on races, it can coach you during and after a race to tell you where you, you know, could improve. If it could tell you all of that, would you buy the insole? Um, yeah, probably. Well, I like where they're going with it. Okay. Because um, you showed me that. Well, say, say the name of it. I want to say it's, it's Nerve. So Nerve N-U-R-V-V Run. Mm-hmm. Um, they are coming out with a sport insole that obviously is connected to your mobile app. It has 32 sensors, GPS tracker, coaching during and after runs. Uh, it tracks your cadence, your step, your gait, your pronation, your foot stride, how you strike the ground. It tells you all of those things, your problems with your running and how you can improve. So this is an insole running for $300 a set. That you can um, actually purchase. And of course, it also pairs with um, all of the iPhone, the iPhone as well as, as what do y'all use? Because I don't use that. What is it? Google. What y'all use? 
What are you talking about? What Android? type of phone? Yes, Android phones. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw <laughs> your freaking phone <laughs> across the room. As well as Androids no, and Garmin. Dude, so. Android people don't let them shade you like that. <laughs> what you use? What is that? I'm not sure what that is. It's complicated. <laughs> Anyway, yes. So um, this is an insult that is coming out. So it should be very interesting, and I I would like to see how I would like to do a trial run in them. That would be yeah very interesting. And the same place that that came out because I you showed it to me before we started recording, so I looked mm-hmm. it up. It came out at the CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show out in Las Vegas. They have right. every year, mm-hmm. dude. I if you ever want to see the newest stuff, go to this show. But anyway. The newest uh, um, technology? Te- yeah, all kinds of technology. It used to be in line. <laughs> the crazy thing is they used to have that show, and then they have the national porn show, like, right across oh the street. Oh, my gosh. Not at the same time. <laughs> same I time. Cannot. They stopped. They stopped no, doing no, no, it, no, but no. they used to have it at the same time. Lord. Anyway, so they came out, that, that came out, the one you just talked about, as well as ASICs came out. Well, they prototype. They showed a prototype of their same version now, they put their sensor inside of an Evo ride, which is one of their top shoes. Mm-hmm. But the article I read said that when it comes out, it's not gonna actually going to be in that shoe. I guess they got an actual new shoe they're going to come out with to put it in. But it basically kind of does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And when I heard about the Asics one and the guy, he was reporting and talking about how it, you know, basically like what you said, kind of can tell you about your stride and all that kind of stuff and your form. I thought that was a great idea. I mm-hmm. thought that was a great idea because instead of what Nike's doing, which is, giving you a pogo stick to make you run faster. Mm -hmm. This is actually showing you how to get your tool. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Giving you the tools to run faster, which I think for a club runner Mm -hmm. or just a regular runner, Mm -hmm. I think helps them better. Right. And I think, so this article was actually discussing how this insole could could be for beginner runners because if you're trying to learn what you're doing and yeah. getting you some yeah. coaching. form can make a huge it difference. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. So even if you're a beginner runner or elite, this type of insult can cater to any person because none of us are perfect. None of our mm-hmm. gates and forms and mm-hmm. everything is perfect. There's always going to be some adjusting that's needed. And, of course, if you don't want to pay for a run coach, which could be well over $300, yeah. <laughs> you don't want, you know, you and you can have this and have this app that's connected to it. Why not? Exactly. Exactly. So I thought that was a great idea. It sounds like they're on because from what I hear, though, there's always already something like that that's already out in yes, Japan. There are some other ones. So um, I like it. I would. But like you, I said, I would want to go into a store mm-hmm. and try and test drive them. Right. You and know? I don't think, I mean, it makes sense because when you go to a running store and you get your gait analysis done mm-hmm. and you get on a treadmill, it's basically doing the same thing. Yeah. So you can see it on the screen. It'll show you where mm-hmm. you're hitting, how you're, and it may not be spitting out the stats, but it's showing yeah. you exactly how you're hitting, the, how you're striking the ground or striking the treadmill as well as kind of where, you, how you pronate. So I think it's one of those things where technology is just getting there. It's advancing. Well, I, like the article I read for the the prototypes that ASIC came up with, the guy was like, well, I, I tested them out. I ran in them, and they told me based on the stats that they saw that he wasn't giving a, getting enough push forward. He was pushing more up. My question was, as a layman, would I be able to look at those stats and be able to tell that, or would I need to give it to somebody to look at to say, oh, based on this, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it – well, okay, so they give you all these different stats, but right. that doesn't mean you know what to do with them. 
Oh, well, you know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So they give you this stats, but do you know how to change what you're doing? Exactly. So you're saying, are they going to say, okay, your pronation's bad, so you need to go get a better shoe, or your gait yeah, is like, this. You it, need a stability, gonna, not a neutral shoe. Is going to give you the results and how to change the results of that? Yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. Yeah. Is like, if Definitely. is it going to do that? Because if it doesn't do that, I don't know. Because I look at my cadence all the time on my Garmin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes a difference or not. Honestly, mm-hmm. I've always told, been told that you need to have a certain cadence. Mm-hmm. But even when I've run faster, mm-hmm. my cadence is kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Like when I try to do the cadence, I think I do what this guy was doing. I lift up mm-hmm. more than I push out. Yeah. Forward. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's just what was my question with it. But I do like the direction of that in, as opposed to artificially maybe making you faster it actually showing you how to get faster mm-hmm. on your own and i guess obviously also i guess it would to me it would be understood that it would give you a baseline of a runner so of course if you were to put that shoe on me versus putting it on an elite runner you're going to get very different stats and they're yeah. probably going to be very different information but it's going to give you a baseline of how you can be better and these are the baselines of what the quote-unquote i'm doing air quotes perfect running form potentially could be to give you the best executed results so i'm with you like what are they going to give you more detail as to how to correct the information because you can get all these stats all day but and that's that's what happens a lot of times that coaches and different people say hey you need to do this but you're not really following me and taking me through how to correct it you're just you're just highlighting the 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 issues that i have or the problems that i have you're not telling me how to correct it exactly exactly but i I definitely will be once all of them come out Mm -hmm. if they i can't imagine they won't have it where you can test it and kind of see how it works or Mm -hmm. if nothing else you can always go to uh roadrunner 30 days of course you know that definitely can be done yeah so yes all right. Well, we have um, some great things that are happening in Atlanta. We have, well, not just in Atlanta. Um, this weekend, we've talked about it. We had a live episode. Black Ice Project is taking their way to South America and Antarctica this weekend. So good luck to everybody that is traveling there to do the South America um, marathon as well as potentially Antarctica. They are still kind of looking at the weather is kind of a oh, play it by ear okay. thing as far as if how an Antarctica will play out. But we have 30 individuals, 26 women and four men, all African-American individuals that will be taking that trek to South, South America and potentially also running in Antarctica. So they will be doing both of those races, Lord, you know, willing with the, yeah. with the weather holds up. So Black Ice Project, it is amazing and it's very exciting that that is, that is taking place. So. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, also, uh, what was I going to say? That will, I think if uh, Heather finishes, that'll be all her continents. Yep, that will be all of her continents. So congratulations, Heather King. Early congratulations. Early and of congratulations. course, she will be doing a day party um, here in Atlanta on February 8th. Uh, that's just some exclusive information. They'll be dropping a day party for that <laughs> February 8th from 2 to 5 at SPIN to do a celebration for them that will be completing the marathon this weekend. So congratulations, everyone. Okay. Early congratulations to you all. That is a Good big luck. thing. Be like, safe. First of all, for for everybody going there, that's a big travel, a big trek, and then for it to be all African-American individuals going over there, 30 of us going. So congratulations. Definitely. Super, super big deal. Oh, congratulations to um, Angie Link. She completed her 50 50 states. Yes, that's awesome. Congrats. Um, I know that's a goal for a lot of people. It's mine. She did 50 half marathons, all 50 states. She finished in Hawaii this weekend. Yes, yes. That's a nice place to finish. It's an amazing place to finish. (laughs) Listen, I feel like she went and left. I would have stayed a whole week. 
Listen, that would have been me celebrating and had a whole vacation. But I still try to figure out how she did it because I feel like every weekend she was running in another state. Yeah, she she but you know what? Angie could have probably done fifty states. I think she it wasn't in her mind always, and then all of a sudden it did, and she mm-hmm. went it because she runs. She's always run a lot of races. Mm-hmm. She runs a lot, a lot of races, a lot of half marathons, but she just been running a lot of them closer to home. Right, definitely. So. Well, that is amazing. Um, you have anything else, Tommy, you want to well, share with the yeah, team? Yeah, of course. We want to talk about the race. Of course. <laughs> so we are, so the race is a race that we talk about very often. Of course, we did a live podcast in October, October 2019 with the race. We did an all-day live podcast with them. The race is happening here in Atlanta the first week of weekend of October. And, of course, it is a full weekend. So Thursday to Sunday of activities. And the race will be taken over over um, a couple times over the next couple uh, months to discuss their their race giving some information hyping up the weekend talking about all the things that are going to be going on during the race weekend to make sure that all of our listeners and our new listeners that we will gain giving them information on what's going on with the race exactly so each year that the race has been out, we have interviewed usually the founders, I guess, is who, who we would usually interview. Um, this year, the race, they decided that um, India and I and myself were not doing a good enough job of disseminating <laughs> the information. So they just said, you know what? That's a just, joke, just, just give us the airways mm-hmm. and we're going to do it ourselves. Yeah, I'm joking. But basically, <laughs> they're going to take over the Run Duo Airway. So their podcast will be on our sites, on our SoundCloud, on our iTunes, Google on Play. our Google Play, mm-hmm. on our Podbean. So um, now, just so you guys don't get confused. Um, Indy and I will do a little bit of an intro for just to let you know, hey, this is what you're getting ready to listen to. It's not an actual run duo podcast, but they will be going over that information four times. Did she mm-hmm. say before the race? Yes. So each quarter before the race uh, starts, they'll, you know, have their own interviews. They'll talk about the race and give out that information. So I think it's really exciting. I can't, yeah. I can't wait to hear um, the podcast. The exactly. Right. You know, because it go. there's a lot that goes into the race. Um, and of course, this race is for us, by us. We cater to to you know non-profit organizations for-profit organizations in the african-american community Mm -hmm. it's just amazing calls and i think there's so much more that we do on the race weekend that doesn't get enough hype like for instance on the sunday after the race they're actually they we do community service and between the community service and the different forms that are had in between the time the um, VIP experience and meet up and greet like that. Those things, I feel like there's so much more than just the race on that, that weekend that we need to talk about a little bit more and get more people involved. It's going to be a great weekend. So I'm really excited about it. The run duo is not stopping our biweekly podcast. That's something that is going to continue. So I don't want you all to think that we're stopping, but we'll have some different, um, the race will be um, doing their podcast in between that time. Exactly, exactly. So I look forward to it. I mean, like, you know, India said, they, there's so much information, just one podcast could not cover it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they, they needed more time. And I appreciate that they they are giving us the honor of letting yeah. us, you know, post it on our on our sites, mm-hmm. um, as well as there'll be a link to uh, their podcast on their website. Right. So uh, definitely, definitely look at for look yes. for it there. And of course, for those that again, that um, the race is the first weekend of October and it is a 5K and a half marathon. So if you have not registered, there still are um available available spots for you to register but definitely do so it's going to be a great weekend and of course it's a it's a huge weekend of festivities activities the expo is like no other not only because we do a live podcast but it also is 
it's one of those things where it's not just an expo for running things. There's also other actions and activities. They usually have panels. They have elite panels that come up. I'm not sure how they're going to do the expo this year, but in the past, there's been elite speakers, elite panels that come up, and just just things that are different than just your average race. Yeah. And different vendors. I really enjoyed the panels this year. I yes. thought um, they did a great job with that. So mm-hmm. definitely again next year. Also, you know, we're going to be there again. Um, we're not going to podcast the whole day, mm-hmm. um, but we are going to podcast part of the day. Yes. So if you're coming from out of town and you're interested in being interviewed, maybe hit us up before you get to town so we can kind of let you know when we'll, be, when we'll be doing it. Mm-hmm. Like if you have something going on in your city that you want the podcast for the run do to talk about on the podcast or you want to talk about it on the podcast, right. please let us know. Yeah, give so us a heads give up. You a spot. Yeah, exactly. So we can give you a spot. So uh, and then also we'll be doing mile two again like we did last year. Yes. So be looking for us there on mile too mm-hmm. all right we had an action-packed webs uh website lord action-packed <laughs> episode tonight you ready to head out i guess that'll do it okay not not a problem are you looking at me like okay are you gonna play the music what you, what you doing over there thanks guys for listening <laughs> how can they get in touch with you first India? yeah so you can get in touch with me at i underscore of underscore indigo that's e-n-d-i-g-o underscore runs so that's i of indigo runs on instagram facebook it's india cook and if you would like to email me you can email me at miles from india at gmail.com what about you tommy you can get me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com. Uh, TMitch68 on Instagram. And then, of course, the Run Duo. Instagram. Hit us up. There you go. All right. I feel like you almost forgot. I, I, Episode 50 was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace.